0: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Welcome to Meeting Mouthness, a pavement podcast. Hey, it's JD, back for another week of kicking at this can that is the discography of seminal Indie Rock Band, Pavement. Of course, I'm done my task of going through that catalog in alphabetical, chronological rather, order. Can you imagine if I had done it in alphabetical order? Huh, that would have been weird. Zerk is stained. You're the last song we ever hear from Pavement on this podcast but no that's not what we did we instead went chronologically through the catalog and uh we did a you know we had a fun time doing it uh it was great you know that was fold number one was to go through the catalog and fold number two was to perhaps Meet SM. And, uh, you know, I did do that. I did an interview with him. Uh, I've talked to Bob. I've talked to Steve West. I've talked to Spiral a number of times. And today is the fourth time, in fact, that I've talked to Spiral Stairs. And we're going to get to that interview right uh, away. Uh, Before we do that, I just want to check in on everybody, make sure everybody's okay. Uh, If you've had a chance to check out my uh, latest project, The Berman Project, Uh, Episode three will be coming out this coming Monday, and uh, we're chugging along through the work of David Berman, uh, the art, poetry, music of David Berman, and talking about mental health and mental wellness. Uh, So it's an interesting look at at an interesting artist, and uh, we've had a lot of fun doing that uh, as well. I don't know why I keep referring to myself as we. Uh, I guess I'm thinking of y'all. I'm thinking of y'all, y'all out there. Listen to this. Uh, it means the fucking world to me. I, I can't thank you enough, uh, for allowing me every once in a while to stand on a soapbox and just prattle on to you. And, uh, you seem to, uh, enjoy it. And that just uh, nothing could mean more to me. Uh, so thank you for that. And, uh, So there's that, um, that's the double there, that combination flurry to the solar plexus that I've been talking about. I've been warning you about it for years that I was going to jump out and give you a flurry to the solar plexus, but you didn't listen. And now, boom, your solar plexus are fucking sore. I have no doubt because that was quite the flurry. So are you ready to, uh, see pavement? Spiral and I get into that, and we talk a lot about his new record in the interview that you're about to hear. Uh, If you're heading out to any of the UK shows, I mentioned that I'm going to go and see them all. I'm going to see them all except for Leeds. Uh, I'm starting in Glasgow. So that's where I'm going to be. So if you're a listener and you're from that area, I would love to connect for a pint and talk pavement before we go to the show. Uh, Let me know. Hopefully, I can connect with the conundrum guys and we can put something to. ones and zeros and send that out to y'all. And that would be a lot of fun too. But who knows what the future holds is what my history teacher said way back in the day. Actually, she didn't say that. She said, you can't change the past. Both statements are fucking true. And they slap me in the face like, a like, uh, I don't know, an orangutan, uh, who's kept at a zoo where they're very cruel to orangutans, and it develops a rage inside of it that can only be expressed with a slap to the face. Anyway, uh, that's what uh, is on the docket. This interview, let's get to it. It's Scott Canberg, a.k.a. Spiral Stairs. But before that, let's listen to Pressure Drop, End of the Hurricane, right here on Meeting Altmas. A pavement podcast.
1: to showers
0: I can't see you for free, man. Come on, <laughs> you're a rock star for God's sake. I'm following you all over the place. I feel like a I feel like a 22 year old again. I'm 48, just turned 48, but I feel 22 again because I am uh, going to like I'm going to basically go see every show you do in the UK. Whoa. And uh, I went to Porto, and I went to L.A. for the Rehearsal show, so yeah, I am uh just amped about everything you guys are doing. But what I wanted to talk to you about today mainly was um the new record.
1: Oh, cool! Thanks.
0: Yeah. What do you like? How are you feeling about it at this point? It's been in people's hands for a little bit. You're you're getting feedback about it.
1: Yeah, I it's mean, funny. it's funny. I I had, I actually just listened to it for the first time and probably. Probably a good couple months. Um, <laughs> you know, because you listen to it so many times when you bad. record, and I just, I really got, uh, I don't know, just got tired of it, I guess. And um, and I actually just listened to it for the first time on on my bike ride yesterday, and uh, and I was digging it still. You know, I, I, uh, there's some good tunes on there. There's a couple. A couple little mistakes that I, I'd probably, if I re uh, <laughs> redid it, or you know, I could re-edit a few things, but uh, that's just me.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I guess I guess you probably do get nitpicky, or you're just thinking of an arrangement in a different way, or something like that, right?
1: You know, with me, I just there's certain songs that I get really excited about, and I'm like, and I, I kind of think, oh, this is great, you know, like it. I love how you know it's like. But then when you when you listen to it again later on you're like, oh fuck, that song's way too long. (laughs) Gotcha. I didn't need to have that extra extra little bit in there. And so yeah, there's a there's one song on there that but I I make that mistake kind of on every record.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean nothing can be nothing can be perfect, right? But (laughs) but this record as far as like fun goes, and I know that it's heavy. Like it, it's strange, it's incongruent. In fact, um, yeah, that that it's so melodic and like seventies, like poppy, yeah. uh, like fun, and yet you know you went through so fucking much putting this yeah. record together. You must have been going bananas. And then on top of things, you you lost a close friend and band member. Like, yeah. like take take us through that. Like, I mean.
1: yeah I mean it started out started out kind of as a um you know I just come back to Mexico from the uh the end of the hypnotized kind of touring and I just was like I was kind of depressed you know because we we kind of decided to stay in in Merida for a little longer and it was just nothing really going on so I ended up just kind of writing songs again and And, um, but I kind of wanted it to be really kind of a dark record and, and, uh, and also kind of just didn't really, I don't I didn't know if I really wanted the band to really be involved with it. And so I started making up these songs, kind of like a spiral solo, solo record, you know? (laughs) So I just, and then I just, and then, yeah, then, then the, um, we decided, all right, let's get the band in on it and um yes. and then COVID hit so yeah originally i was gonna have uh um justin peroff uh from broken social scene play drums again oh, wow yeah he was gonna he was he had his plane ticket ready to come to la and in march of 2020 jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah so he he bailed when canada shut down and or was about to shut down and and then we uh yeah and then they shut us down in mexico so we couldn't really do anything so yeah it just got shelved and then uh and then we decided as a family to move back to australia because um mexico is completely shut down and and uh where my wife's parents live it's it was my kid could go to school and COVID wasn't bad but so we decided to move there, and so I just yeah, I was kind of like, well, I don't know if this record's ever going to be made, and and uh, but then when uh, I got there, I just started. I borrowed some. I borrowed a friend's guitar because I didn't have any of my stuff.
0: Yeah, I saw that in the liner notes that you, yeah. you thank somebody for the
1: yeah, Branko Branko Kozik. He's uh he's in this great band from Brisbane, and um, I think they're called Tape Off Tape Op. Tape off, tape
0: Tape off, tape tape
1: off, off. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. uh, And so, yeah, I brought his guitar and just kind of, I had, uh, I kind of had all the, uh, ideas in my head and then, and then, uh, yeah, my, my other drummer, Jim Lindsay, he, or, or actually Matt Harris had moved. A bass player, Matt Harris had moved back to Palm Springs and Jim Lindsay was living there as well. So I kind of got those guys to, to come into my studio in LA and, and he kind of do the backing tracks. And then in Australia, I I got this guitar and I just kind of did all the overdubs from there. And huh. in that process of doing that, Matt had, had uh Had a had a lost weekend and died. (laughs) So, but luckily he had he had uh, he had uh, he got all every bass track done except for two songs. And so I was, you know, is it him playing on Time Equals Cuz? Um, no, that is not him. He is that's Craig Craig Jackson.
0: That's a terrific bass line. That's yeah, yeah. that,
1: That was his his. That was the one he couldn't, he didn't get to. Ah, shit. And he was actually, he was actually, Jim was knocking on his door because he was supposed to, they were supposed to be finishing up the last two songs and they couldn't find Matt. So, um.
0: Real sorry about that,
1: man. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty heavy and, uh, but it kind of, you know, it, I don't know. With, with, with my records, I always find a way to lyrically to, um, have the darkest subject matter you know (laughs) it's something that happens before i do a record you know the first doris record was my drummer darius died and you know kind of you know lent itself to talk about that the hypnotized my mother died um and now yeah this one matt is is all over this one and so yeah
0: (laughs) there's some i mean there's some jumping like some really jumping tracks. Like, like again, I go back to time equals cause I, yeah. I wrote down as I was listening to it, I wrote down, Holy fuck. And, and here's one for you. Maybe we could talk about this a little bit because I feel like I need to hear that song live. It's pulsing and it's just ready yeah. to jump to, you know, like I want to just jump up and down.
1: Yeah. Well, it's kind of based on a, uh, a broken social scene song cause equals time. And, um, I, uh, yeah it was it kind of i don't know it just kind of came naturally because i love I love their music and and stuff, and I was kind of I kind of wrote it as a as a joke for Justin when he came, you know I was like, <laughs> hey, you're gonna play on my my song about you <laughs> But yeah the the subject matter on that song's pretty dark too because uh, yeah, when I lived in Seattle and Kevin from Broken City S- came to visit me once when I was kind of in my darkest days of <laughs> despair, oh man, so yeah that's I that's, can that's, relate uh, <laughs> not uh, n- nothing bad, nothing, nothing that bad. I was just yeah
0: what what's what song was like you know when we talk about the subject matter and we talk about you know dealing. I don't know if it's a therapeutic thing for you to go through, you know, to write to write this stuff down, and you oh, know, and put it into song form. But totally. if if it is, which which was the toughest song to uh, put pen to paper on on this record? Like maybe one that you had a you you, you had a hot demo of, but you didn't quite have a melody yet or a, or a lyric. Um, which one was the most difficult?
1: Well. No, I mean, um, I kind of always have that one last song, you know that that uh, that I that I feel is just not quite right, and um, I did all the I did all the lyrics originally or the singing originally in Australia before I left, and and then when I got back to the states because we moved back for the pave, kind of for the pavement year, so we right. decided to move back to California. So then I just then I. I got to go back to Dan's studio, and, and he was just like, "Your singing's not very good."
0: <laughs> oh shit!
1: So, <laughs> so uh, I had to redo all of the singing, and um, which was good because it kind of made me. I had this one song, Dry Country, that was that I just didn't really know how to kind of approach, approach. and that was basically the the song the the song about Matt and the day he died and how I found out and what our friends had done and had not done. And so it was like, it was kind of really honest, but like, I don't, I didn't know if I should really talk about this stuff, you know, will will his dad hear the song and, you know, so, but yeah, in the end I just went for it and said, all right.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love that you did. Here it goes. love that you did it's uh oh I want to talk a little bit about um the arrangements on this record we've got hand claps we've got uh some horns we've got some great synth and um the hand claps in particular uh third track of the record I'm bulging on the title right now but the third track on the record is uh baron, baron Please. Please, yeah the, the titular track. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the hand claps through, through, like, how do you come up with stuff like that? Like, well,
1: that's, I think, you know, I mean, the classic trick in production 101. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. My, 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 my producer, Dan Long, he, he was, um, I think he kind of sat with that song for a while and, and put it put in a few really cool little tricks like like hand claps and um and it, it just took the song. Yeah, it took the song to another level.
0: Yeah, it it's yeah. just fills the space beautifully. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He did a great, great,
1: great. on that song. And then and Tim Regan, he plays uh he plays a really great lead guitar part in that song. And then and then Randy, Randy Randall from No Age, I asked him to come in and do some kind of uh atmospheric stuff because that's really what he's into but then he he ended up playing this like really crazy like one note solo thing kind of in the second part of Baron Please and medley attack part and uh yeah that song it was cool like yeah but you're saying you know like there's all these little tricks you know you can do and production and and, well,
0: it worked well. Like it's, it's really, liked, it's really, it's you know, really, like,
1: you know, it's, we've got all this, he's got a lot of great gear in his studio and, um, yeah. And, and another thing I really enjoy doing as well is the, um, uh, backing vocals, you know, trying to really, you know, wrap some melodies into melodies and,
0: yeah. There's, there's one track. And again, I can't pin the name on it right now, but where you're singing the lead and maybe about two seconds behind you is another, you know, sort of call and response, but you're saying yeah. the same, same set of lyrics and it pans from left to right. And it's, it's, I was listening to it a little bit high and boy, it's uh it's nice. <laughs> it's really nice. This really yeah. well-produced record.
1: Yeah. It's well-produced. I think it's Dan's best work. Um, you know, he's done the last two or the last he's done door. He did Doris and he did hypnotize. So this one, I kind of really let him take the reins on that, on the engineering side. And, um, cool. you know, he really, he really did a good job.
0: So I guess, I guess once you worked with somebody, you know, for two or three records, it, it you develop a bit of a shorthand and, yeah. and things like that. Like, does it get easier?
1: It doesn't get easier now. No. (laughs) He thinks he can get away with a lot more than he can. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, it gets, it does, you know, it's just kind of a, I think he realizes kind of what I, certain things that I kind of want. And, um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's fun making records. And, you know, I kind of, Thought you know, like I don't really want to. After the hypnotized kind uh, of touring thing, I, I was just like I didn't really feel like I wanted to. You know, do a do another record. Hmm. Um, but once I started writing the songs, I kind of got excited again, and and um, you know, I think I like making records, so it's it's uh, I'll probably keep doing it.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a oh breaking news. I'll probably keep doing it in quotes.
1: Well, I mean, I'm going to have my hands on a guitar every fucking day for the next three months, (laughs) you know, like I might as well do something.
0: (laughs) Well, before we talk about that, I got, I want to know, because I've got the, the vinyl, uh, I listened to it online before I got the vinyl in my hands, but I've got the vinyl. How did you decide on that color? It's like that would be the bowling ball I would go to in a bowling alley. Yeah, right. like it's got that marbling. It's it's gorgeous color of I don't even know. Like I'm not good at colors, but blue, right? Like it's a yeah. it's an aqua blue, really sharp looking. Um, is that part of the process too, or is that left up to like art direction no. and stuff like that?
1: Well, Ashad, you know, I I kind of Ashad Simonian is the guy that does most of my art. Uh, for the records, and um, he, um, I kind, I just kind of asked him, like, you know, like this could be the last record, you know? Can you, because you've done the others, you know? Can you make it like a triptych, you know? Like, can you like kind of make, make everything kind of, you know, subtly fit the other, the other two that we've done, and um, well, he did the real feel as well, but that was a long time ago. So yeah, he came up with this this baby blue color, and uh really great artwork and um and so, yeah, when we decided when we got the went to the pressing plant, we said, we want blue vinyl, and so they matched it to that color oh, fucking cool it's a real yeah, it's a real soothing color and and yeah, it looks really good, I think yeah, baby
0: blue is exactly it totally now you've got that song stuck in my head too though though um. Uh, I forgot the name of the band. God, I suck today. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, Bob Dylan.
0: No, uh, Baby Blue. Um, uh, it's a seventies band.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Oh well. Um, I'll think of it, and uh, it'll just pop into my head, and I'll say it. Um,
1: yeah. So I'm got. I don't know. I've got hopefully during some of these pavement shows, I'll I'll have some uh I'll have some copies with me. Oh, cool. Wants. Kind of if anybody hasn't bought it yet, I'll have some available and um but if not then yeah oh when I'm gone, somebody will fill the orders if, if,
0: uh. <laughs> awesome um yeah I was really I was really excited I got the t-shirt as well, but oh, it's cool. already been it's been usurped by my 13 uh, year old daughter that.
1: That's cute. <laughs> she good. just
0: wears she wears all these band shirts but I have a rule she has to listen to a record before she's allowed to wear it to school oh,
1: right
0: on right because right she's she's walking around wearing nirvana and wearing uh sublime shirts and things like that and I'm like Jesus Christ like do you even know who sublime is no I just like <laughs> the shirt <laughs> yeah she is also uncool and underqualified just like me so yeah. <laughs> um awesome. So, uh, seeing you on the road, that show at the Fonda, Jesus Christ, that was, how did it feel from your side? Because from my side, that was, uh, that was otherworldly. That was really, I saw you guys in Central Park in New York city and I didn't think anything could really beat that. But the, the Fonda show made that show seem like, uh, you know, like a, like your first gig, you know, like
1: it was so great. We got away with one there, didn't we? (laughs) Well, we had rehearsed, you know, for a few weeks, and that was the most we've ever done that. And, um, you know, nervous energy probably helped us kind of get through everything. Um, And, you know, Malcolmus is into it. So it's um, that always helps. And and everybody's into it, you know, I mean, it's just uh, it's a matter of you know, we we spent three weeks really kind of bonding again and and having and having a great time together, and um, I think that kind of helps.
0: Oh, that that must totally help. Yeah, and it's been yeah. you know it's been a long time. It's been it had been twelve years since you played your last gig, right? Ten yeah. or ten or twelve. Yep. Um But it didn't. Yeah. It just it just felt really good. And then I heard good things about Barcelona. I listened to it. It sounds great. Uh, I haven't watched that video that you guys put up yet. Um but I want to watch that. Uh, and then Porto, I I've uh
1: Oh, you were there. Yeah, I'm sorry about missing you there. I was Oh, no sweat. No I was, sweat. Uh, I wasn't feeling too good, so I was kind of hanging.
0: All good. All good. Um So what uh what are you looking forward to, you know, strapping the tally on again and and uh and touring America and a little bit of Canada you're coming to Toronto yeah. um what do you like what are you most looking forward to about being on the road like it's not going to be like these uh, sweet festival gigs where you just drop in you know this is on the road again right
1: yeah we're gonna be I mean some of the some of it is 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 on a bus like the old days and um well like the late 90s old days and right 2010 tour but um, I, I kind of wish we were <laughs> touring. I, I kind of wish we did it old school, like in a, in a, in a van again, you know, I was talking to Bobby, oh. Bobby Ann and he was, he was bitching about, um, you know, we're too pro, you know, now. And I mean, I pitch about that too, but it's kind of a, uh, he's like, you know, wouldn't it be so rock and roll if we just, if we just said, screw all this and, and drove around and, you know have bob drive us around in a little <laughs> eight-person van and and, uh, and and it would yeah i mean it would be fun it would so i think some of the i think some of this is going to be done in a little van like if we're just going from city to city but cool um, yeah i don't know i'm just looking forward to playing the songs good and um And, uh, you know, the, the reaction from everybody at, in the, at the Fonda was amazing and in in Barcelona and Porto is insane, you know, like it's, it's crazy to hear people, um, half your age singing songs, singing your songs. And, um,
0: I can't even, I can't even imagine that there was so much sing along, wasn't there?
1: Keeping us alive, keeping us all alive. Right. So Great. (laughs) <laughs>
0: uh, like are you seeing it in terms of like um like you've just re-released slanted uh it's been reissued uh like are, are you seeing an uptick and stuff like that like are are we are we buying your shit like
1: i think so i think that's so. awesome i think um you know i think the terror twilight thing is doing pretty good and
0: by the way that's that's just wonderful
1: yeah,
0: that's yeah. really wonderful Finally, like just it. the whole collection of it you know yeah, I I him,
1: of, my father was here the other day, and I showed him that box set thing, and he was—he um, remembers a lot of that stuff, and he was just like, "Man, this is this is beautiful. Like the, you know, keep putting this stuff out." <laughs> I'm yeah, like, cool. we, that's what Madover wants to do. That's fine with me.
0: <laughs> we will definitely buy it. And the the slanted looks really cool too, with the red and the red.
1: Yeah, colors. yeah, they keep finding ways to. Uh, <laughs> To, to redo that which is kind of funny but
0: <laughs> so the cassette as well like i forgot yeah, cool, so you yeah. have a cassette on a on the cover of your record and you're you're selling it on Bandcamp as a cassette as well yeah but um you guys that's that's like supposed to be the infamous tape that was like sent around to everybody is that what it's supposed to
1: yeah be? that was the, that was the tape um yeah, it's funny because you know it's it's been that long before cassettes are cool again, right? <laughs> <In> thirty years <laughs> I mean yeah. I, remember, I remember you know trying to figure out song orders by having two cassette players and I you know I'd put the songs on one cassette and then tape them onto another, and I'd be like, okay, was this you know like uh the right you know, like trying trying to figure out the right order and stuff via two cassette players. Now you just you know it's just a fucking file, right?
0: And you just shuffle them around, shuffle them around. Yeah.
1: I'll <laughs> tell you what, you nailed <laughs> it with
0: you you nailed it on the new record with Pressure Drop opening side two. Oh, cool! That's really a great song to open. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. To
0: open a, to open a side two.
1: Man. Well, it's funny because the if you listen to it on digital, it's it's not as um, uh, not as cool because because the the last song on uh, on side one, Petrified and and Pressure Drop, are both in the same start in the same key. <laughs> oh, okay. It's better if you the record because then you don't notice that. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I like going. that. I like so. Yeah, I try to do. I you know. I, I, I obsessed over song order and, and on kind of arrangement
0: of records. You must have been a, a crazy mixed tape maker back in the day. Were you? Did did you, were you known for yeah, mixed yeah. tapes?
1: I did. I, I would, I would, I would, you know, like I remember when the replacements all shook down, not all shook down, but uh, the one before that, Don't Tell Us Soul came out. I just, I fucking hated the song order on it. You know, I was a huge. <laughs> so I did that. I put, I, I got the cassette and and, reor- and re and reorganized it the way I thought it should be. Whoa! <laughs> but yeah, I think I think medley attack, it's you know it's you got this this way or that way. You know you can play it. That's you know it, it could be both sides could either be side one. I think you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it. Uh, yeah, it really works. And then the, and and then track one leading into mole, that's that's really cool. That's the song I'm hearing the most about um, on the interwebs. People oh, really? really seem to dig mole. Yeah, wow. yeah. Just as a anecdotal heads up, like on on the um, on the Reddit pavement uh, thread the other day, there was a whole thread about your new record, wow. and uh, yeah, people were really digging it and. But they they mention more
1: yeah that was my stab at uh you know early 80s late 70s early 80s squeeze oh <laughs> that was one of my, that was one of the first kind of cassettes that i bought was a, was a, a squeeze record and um yeah i always wanted to kind of write a song that sounded like squeeze <laughs> nice there you go reddit yeah did you figure that out, Reddit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they obsessed. They they probably got it all figured out. So
1: cool.
0: Hey, Spiral, what Spiral songs do you have? If you can share this, I don't know if you can or if you want to, um, but what Spiral songs do you have rehearsed for the upcoming tour?
1: Um. Well, you know, all my, you know, Day with Ikea and Kennel District, of course. Uh, two states. Um, but I think we're going to try, I'd like to, Malcolm has kind of pulled out Western homes. When we were, oh, when we were rehearsing. So I was kind of, I thought that was uh kind of cool. Uh, yeah, that would soldiers, be so cool. I, I'd like to do painted soldiers. Um, oh,
0: that's my favorite.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I kind of relearned for sale the Preston School of Industry. But oh yeah! to go. That would be kind of a real.
0: I feel like if you guys played that on a set, there would be an explosion on Twitter and
1: I know, right?
0: And uh, and Reddit, there would be absolutely an explosion. People would be losing their minds to try and oh, get that tape.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll maybe we'll try that one day. Oh, I'll bring. I'll tell the guys to do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's great.
1: But yeah, that's you know I don't have that many, so I uh, gotta. People seem to like those those few there. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, and Western yeah. homes would be Western homes would be a real trap.
1: Well, I had this. I I I wanted originally not originally, but I I always thought it would be really cool to do some uh, Wowie Zowie shows where we play Wowie Zowie front. Like- and back
0: front right. to back oh my
1: god Kind of, kind of like um you know i envisioned it being like you know malcolm comes out there all by himself and does um we dance and then at the end everybody leaves and i'm out there i sit there and play western homes i just thought it would be that's such a great idea oh <laughs> yeah yeah but, um <laughs> i don't know if we'll ever get to that point maybe next to
0: Yeah, people people love that stuff right now. That seems to be a big thing for, you know, anniversary records and things like that, right? Where the band, um, I know the Shins are out on the road right now, doing uh, O Inverted. um, Yeah, like front to back.
1: Yeah, Uh, I think it'd it'd be pretty fun because we already play like half of that record anyway. Yeah. So,
0: what's been the biggest surprise so far uh, in the gigs that you guys have played in terms of? like what you're putting down and what we're picking up.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I mean, you know,
0: I guess you mentioned people singing along like half your age, you know, like yeah. that's got, yeah, that would be a trap.
1: Definitely the harness your hopes. Thing. Yeah. You hear people shouting, singing that song and it, that's pretty crazy. And
0: that's, has that ever like, I mean, like has a B side ever taken off like that before. Gee whiz.
1: Yeah, I don't know. No, it's yeah. That's the the wonders of the internet, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Although when I talked to SM, he said um, he said he wouldn't be surprised if somebody that works at Spotify, who might be a pavement fan, dropped it in a playlist.
1: Yeah, I'm sure.
0: Right, rather than it just being completely organic. But uh, I love the idea of it being completely organic. I prefer that idea.
1: There's <laughs> probably a little bit of both, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you always need a little help. I mean, Pavement's been kind of lucky. And along the way, we've kind of gotten a little nudge here and there. And, you know, I mean, sometimes it's been really good. Sometimes it's been really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, the little nudge always helps, The uh, you know, a band. And uh, yeah. there's people behind the scenes you know, like you, you know, like who kind of help, uh, help, uh, help the legacy or help people hear uh, about the band.
0: Oh, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, to be lumped in with with those people is uh, is wow. That's <laughs> that's the best thing I've heard all day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, now that you're back in the states, are you watching any? any baseball or are you just pretty oh, much dude,
1: my, my baseball team? No,
0: I've I've got your third baseman this year. The blue Jays have Matt Chapman and he's, uh, he's not batting for average, but he's, uh, he's been fun to watch.
1: I just, it was hard for me because I, I usually would, would have watched the season, but, um, I couldn't do it because they just, it's just the ownership is so, it's just obvious that they're going to move to Las Vegas. And, um, uh, you know, it's just going to put a dagger in the heart of Northern California. And so I just, I kind of boycotted it.
0: That's yeah, that's, I get that.
1: And and where I live, actually, actually where I live, we're in like a blackout area. So, and cause they, they, they've never sell out. So you can't, they you
0: can't ever see you the
1: game. <laughs> well,
0: that's the dumbest. I don't understand all this blackout stuff.
1: Yeah, how are you how are you supposed to not have, at, you know, see the advertising, right?
0: Oh, yeah, it's really.
1: cool. So I've been baseball.
0: Yeah. Well, you should follow the Blue Jays.
1: Watch yeah, them. I like I like the Blue Jays. Darius Darius's team was the Blue Jays, so it was always we'd always hear about the Blue Jays, and, <laughs> and um, so I yeah I I like I like the Blue Jays.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> I've seen a game. I've seen a couple of games there. Oh yeah, Sky Dome. Um, it was yeah, it's been great. And I saw an A's game once. They got destroyed by the Blue Jays. <laughs> I think I saw maybe a Boston game or something. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I wonder if they're when we're in town if they're going to be in town on.
0: Yeah, because you guys are here. Boop boop boop. Uh, the middle of the month. The middle of October. Oh okay. Uh,
1: maybe it's over, so
0: if they're in a playoff run, the playoff
1: run maybe the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. That
0: but was... I will be at both shows regardless of whether my favorite team is in the playoffs or not. Yeah. Uh I can't can't wait to see you guys again and and really you're so generous with your time. I I want to thank you for that. Yeah,
1: sure. no worries. No worries. My uh, my wife and kid are off away on a uh, at a K Korean pop convention. So, oh wow, in LA. So I've uh, got the weekend free. Batching it. I'm just. Uh, I'm trying to learn the uh, the end of folk jam. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> so cool.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks,
1: thanks, man. Yeah, I'm trying to learn these. Trying to re- there's like little leads and stuff that I totally forgot about. So. Trying to
0: relearn it all. Well, that's got to be that's got to be exciting to revisit your revisit your past and and all the the goodness and and like you said the bad times that came came with that past. But uh, yeah, you guys are building on the legacy and it's uh, looking looking good. It's I uh, can't wait. Oh, uh, I've got a couple questions from Twitter. Um, oh, no worries. Yeah. One, um, do you think you guys will? Oh no, you already have announced Australia, haven't you?
1: No, we haven't announced it yet, but yes but we But you've will.
0: got Japan. You've got Japan, we, right?
1: We are gonna we are going to be in Australia in March, but that's you're not supposed to really talk about it yet, but who cares? Okay. You know, I'll only, cut
0: it out if I'll cut it out if you want me to.
1: No, 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 I don't care.
0: Okay.
1: They, okay. No, no. Yeah. I mean the only people really <laughs> who are gonna buy tickets to Australia are Australians. <laughs> right. They won't let anybody else in.
0: (laughs) I was waiting. Okay, I'm just going to Twitter right now really quick here. If you (laughs) see me averting my eyes. Um, No worries. Because there were some great questions.
1: Yeah, the Australian dates will be right after the um, Japan dates. so. I think they're going to announce in mid-September. They'll announce um, uh, the, everything. Oh wow! Okay. They wanted. To, they wanted to wait. I don't
0: right know, before why. you go on the road, like
1: yeah, like yeah, like in yeah, right, 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 where the West Coast? I think I don't know. Oh, cool. Around. But if you're yeah, if you're there, stay tuned. It'll be you'll find out soon.
0: Yeah, we'll be polite. People are just definitely excited to see you, so. Yeah. Um, okay. Um,
1: and New Zealand,
0: too. Oh, and New Zealand? Oh, yeah. Oh, see, this is this is where I get like, okay, I'm going yeah. to the UK because I've never been to the UK. So, like, I'm I'm coupling a couple things here. Like, it's like, I've never been to the UK, so I'm going to go and I'm going to see you guys because I've never followed a band before either. I've never done, like, yeah. night after night after night, you know? Uh, and I know that's sort of a thing that people do. Um, Paul Stewart wants to know if you will play in London again with the new Spyro stuff. The last gig was immense in Dulston.
1: <laughs> Paul Stewart, my biggest fan. Paul. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's just up in the air. It's up in the air. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'd like to, but um, I. I just, I can't commit to that. We are, we are talking about doing uh, some West Coast dates in January though. Uh, Oh, cool. So, I mean, that's kind of all I can really deal with right now.
0: Yeah. Well, you've got a lot going on. Like, I mean, (laughs) you've got a lot. How many, like how many pavement dates are there? Is there like 50 dates? I
1: think so. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like it's a lot.
1: I think we had like 70 or something in 2010. So it's a little less than, than, um, than, than but yeah, I would like to. That Dalston show was was the the kind of show where I decided I didn't really want to do it anymore. Not because it was a bad show; it was the best show I've ever played. Ah, so I was like, I'm going out on a high. I yeah, I played for like probably two hours. I mean, I just kept people just kept yelling out songs, and I was like, all right, and. And, um, yeah, it was really, really fun.
0: Oh, that's great. I wish I would have been there, Damn. I mean, you got to play the horseshoe. that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, I do think that's pretty cool. The horseshoe yeah, is like legendary uh, in Toronto, legendary. Yeah, um,
1: I love it there.
0: Here's a deeper question for you. Mm-hmm. Does he still believe there should be two states, and how would be the best way to achieve this? <laughs> put on your put on your thinking cap here scott this is uh this is a big one
1: (laughs) um i don't know i mean i actually california probably should be three states um, oh wow at this point you know it's you know there's so many so many more people here and so many more uh things that need to be dealt with and um but I don't know. I mean, it's California's California. It's, uh, it should probably stay one state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: it's, uh, it's an enormous state, though. So I get what you're saying.
1: Like, uh, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that song was never, that song when I wrote that song was more about like growing up in Northern California and, and having Southern California kind of dominate. Take everything, you know, like yeah. uh, take the water, take the, uh, yeah, just all the decisions were being made there, and so it was you know, this kind of punk rock, like, fuck
0: off. Oh, no, no, definitely, it definitely works. <laughs> it's it's great to scream out.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a fun song. Bobby Bobby loves that one.
0: Oh, it's yeah, tremendous. All right, man well i won't keep you uh, any longer here again you're real generous with your time and i want to be uh respectful of no
1: your time i'm just so, uh, uh I'm just uh rehearsing and uh building a little cabinet and um yeah i'm gonna go for a bike ride later i'm gonna gonna push myself today so i can be fit for all those pavement fans <laughs> <laughs>
0: us judgy motherfuckers I
1: was, I was telling my wife the other day i was like how the fuck did how the fuck was i the only one in this band that lost all their hair <laughs> what did i do wrong, Ooh,
0: what did I do wrong man? <laughs> well hey on the bright side you look great in a hat like i mean yeah, you know, yeah. some people can't wear hats my wife cannot wear a hat like it just looks weird on her you know no, no. yeah so uh just trying to look on the bright side here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'll be I'll be fit enough, and hopefully everybody will be. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. San Diego is our first show on the seventh, and um, yeah, we're gonna we're going to Portland at the end of the month here to rehearse a little bit more. Cool. So we're um, taking it seriously, folks.
0: We're ready. We're ready.
1: We got 70 songs to learn.
0: <laughs> how do you even do, how, sorry, but how do you even, how do you even tackle that? Like, that's an elephant. Like, did you yeah. just, were you guys strict about it? You did like five a day or something yeah. crazy like that? Or how did you do it?
1: Probably did about 30 a day. Oh, really? Yeah. And, you know, some of them we figured out, well, wow, that doesn't really work. But, yeah, we kind of went through them all, cool. at least, uh, 60 or 70 of them. And, and so, um, yeah, we just kind of want, we want a little bit of variety. You know, you can't just play. Last, you know, in 2010, we played a lot, a lot of, uh, I mean, we had a quite a few different songs, but I think we wanted to kind of mix it up even more on this, on this one because there's multiple nights in some cities and you know, our production is value is a little better so yeah and so yeah so if you go to you're gonna probably see a lot of songs that you you know you're one of the one of the lucky few will see all 70 probably
0: oh that's so cool yeah
1: <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> well maybe by maybe by england i don't know maybe we'll just be too, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, you're getting all the same songs. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah, I mean four nights in London. That's wow.
1: You're gonna see all those, huh? All
0: no, I've only I've only got I'm trying my hardest to get uh into London number one. I've got tickets for London number two and three and four are still on sale. So uh if you're in London and you want to go see pavement, there's a couple of tickets left on you know for the third and fourth show. But um yeah, so um yeah, that's that's my uh
1: I'm sure we'll find out. I'm sure you'll find a way to get in.
0: Cool, I will uh, do my best. <laughs> All right, man. Okay. You well,
1: you too. Thanks for thanks for doing this. And um, um, yeah, hopefully, um, like I said, with Medley Attack, I'll have some copies if people want to buy them from me at, uh, at some of the shows, or otherwise just go to my get band.
0: on. You can get on Bandcamp, or you can go to your own website too, can't you?
1: Yeah, but that just that goes to bank.
0: Redirects you to right bank. Yeah,
1: everything's okay, cool. bank now. So Cool. All right. Okay, you see ya. Check you later. Bye. Okay. Bye bye.
0: fucking hate stepping on the end of a song but it has a really abrupt out uh it fades lovely and then it just sort of dies and uh that's fucking heavy because you know as we heard in the interview that song is about matt harris and uh spirals bassist and longtime friend and that's some fucking heavy stuff there's some great imagery in that um we were like hostages to the dark. That's some great stuff. This is some of Spiral's uh, best work, I think. Um, I, you know, I dug, uh, hypnotized, uh, didn't love it, um, but I really dug it. Like, I listened the shit out of it for a time. Um, but this is like like a good record record. You know, um, in the sense that, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Spiral Stairs and, you know, I like his whole catalog. So, uh, you know, I'm going to enjoy every record. I don't play that game really very well. Uh, I like a lot of stuff but the first PSOI record i think is fucking off the chart i think that both of them are great but the first one sucked me right in and i think this is better than better than that i think this is this is transcendent in that it's not just one of my favorite artists you know new record and it's you know i'm ranking it uh 1a you know in a in a series of um number ones or ties for first. Instead, I am, uh, saying, no, this fucking rates on like, you know, some of my favorite records I've ever heard. It's that good. Uh, I wish there was more, uh, information I could get you, but I think, um, what we heard from spiral himself, I think was, you know, really enlightening and, and cool, but there hasn't been, you know, as much media as I I would, would have liked or would have thought, you know, with pavement being, you know, hot right now. Uh, so fucking get on your Twitter and get on your, you know, Reddit and, and the rest of it. And, uh, if you dig this record, say you dig the record. Uh let's get the word out there. I don't know. Um I think you know more people have to hear it. That song is a banger. The one we just heard which is Time Equals Cuz, that is a fucking banger. Like and it's atmospheric and uh you know there's some great imagery in there. Yeah. That's a that's that's a nice fucking nice that's a nice side of uh A songwriting beef there. You know what I'm saying? Woo! All right. That's what I got for you this episode. Don't know when I'll be back. Hopefully sometime before the band goes on the road, maybe with a report back from the first show uh, on that uh, roadie. We'll go from there. Uh, That's what I got for you. Be well. Stay swell. And please, for God's sake. Don't let me see you with dirty hands. Give those fuckers a wash. Talk to you next time. Meeting Malkmus is a weekly affair and is a production of Duver Podcasts and Such. Rate, review, share, and sponsor at meetingmalkmus.com. Connect with JD at jd at meetingmalkmus.com. And hey, I'm social. Follow me everywhere at Meeting Malkmus. Uh, podcasts and such